Welcome to Straight Talk Wealth, heard every Sunday morning at 8 a.m. with your experts in all aspects of wealth accumulation, preservation, and income planning guaranteed to last a lifetime. And now your host of Straight Talk Wealth, Bruce Whitey, on News Talk 1590 KVTA. Say hello to my little friend! By the way, my name is Bruce Jess, the Bruce. Better make sure that we have no other goals. Good morning, Ventura. Hey, it's a great new program. This is a program that we... Okay, thank you. Hey, listen, this is a, a, a whole new way that we're doing something. I'm covering a topic in depth, a very newsworthy topic in depth that matters to your... It matters so much to where we're going in the next few years, what's going to happen to your 401k, what's going to happen to your investments, the way we live in the United States, the changes that are going to occur in this country in our economic and financial system over the next few years. Um, Gee, you know, there's going to be some changes and I have a really special guest which I'm going to tell you about. And this is actually going to be a two to three episode show because I've got so much to cover. My interviews were so in depth. I did so much background check on the data that my interview was giving me. Um, Boy, I just don't know where to start except to tell you that the name of this show and these episodes and we're going to do one this week we'll do one the following week and if i still don't have time to finish all the content we'll do one for the third week the name of this is the china crisis how china's economic collapse china's because we're talking about how things are going to change in your 401k in your life and your retirement here in america but we're going to start with china And we're going to talk about the China crisis, how China's economic collapse will lead to a global depression. So my very special guest today is James R. Gorey. He is the author of the book called The China Crisis, How China's Economic Collapse will lead to a global depression. He is also the author of a great newsletter called The Banana Republican, Investing, Politics, and Living Well in Third World America. Third World America, How to Thrive in a Broken Economy. And I do want to indicate, despite my tongue-in-cheeks lyrics here in the song, uh, I have great admiration for the Chinese people. I love them. I, I, I think they're great people. But this story is about the Chinese Communist Party. It is about the illusion that has been created that maybe this communist one-party repressive uh, no freedoms you do as you're told society is just a, maybe it's a better business and economic model than we have in the United States because you know they've just been having year after year of great growth and it is true that we're going to discuss today the Beijing model that has taken a agrarian society and given them great wealth but we're always going to talk about the underpinnings that will bring this down and affect the global economy like 
the prior failures of communism never did. Now, if you've been listening to uh, Straight Talk Wealth Radio for a while, this is not a new story. We've talked a lot about it with Harry S. Dent, who is a frequent guest on the show, uh, author of what's called The Demographic Cliff. We've covered the CBS story on the Chinese real estate bubble, 64 million uninhabited apartments in China. They've been building like crazy. And their only plan to populate these cities that they've built that nobody lives in is to move 250 million people off the farm and into these cities. Hey, folks, there's 300 million people in the United States. Just imagine what happens when you try to move 250 off their off their ability to raise their own food somewhere where they have to hold an urban job just to fill these cities. What do you think is going to happen when that system goes a little awry? So as I did more research on this, I found out that there's a lot more uh, angles to this story. There's a lot more to know about China. There's things about the, the, the deep, deep-rooted corruption in their system, which, as they're working so hard to sort of weed out today, makes the system break because the system is built on the corruption. There's a phenomenon of successful Chinese companies that have started to make it, being cannibalized by the government. There's, uh, oh my God, there's a stat, uh, we we dug into 100,000 protests. This goes back to 2012. There was 100,000 protests a year going on in China of 10,000 or more people. China is making counterfeit products and putting them on the global market that are completely unsustainable, if not dangerous. There's so many wrinkles to this story. As I started to read James Gorey's book, The China Crisis, I really started to see how much more there was to know about the story than just the real estate bubble. And that's what we're going to bring to you in the next several episodes here. And uh, I do just want to talk about James for a minute. So uh, James basically warns that rather than a nation on the cusp of replacing the United States as the global superpower, China is once again... And I'll tell you about what it means to once again, because I, I don't think we covered it enough in the interviews. China is once again on the path to a complete social and economic meltdown. Not the story you've heard, is it? There is great wealth, great wealth going on in China, but you need to understand these underpinnings. And again, I'll come back to what it means to you. So James says that China economically is incredibly wasteful. It is incredibly corrupt, and they have a real estate and financial bubble that is unsupportable, that when it collapses, has already become so globally in the, in, interdependent in the rest of the world, we will feel it. And that, that bubble, when it bursts, will make our real estate bubble look like a pimple being popped, for lack of a less descriptive way to talk about it. And unlike past Chinese meltdowns, this one is likely to have a very devastating effect on the global economy and the U.S. economy as well. Now, I'm going to talk in a minute about what this means to you. I'll introduce uh, James, and I want to talk about how I formatted this show. It's very important because it's a kind of different formatting I'm going to do today. And just as a little context, just remember this, what China has been through when China's made mistakes in the past. So you have 
uh, basically, when Mao comes in, the communists take over, you have just trying to get rid of all the private ownership, make everybody on the farm producing food. And that social shift at the end of a gun cost millions of lives in China, millions of lives making that transition. Then they had what's called the Great Leap Forward, which is uh, they were trying to industrialize and they they had uh, everybody in their backyard was making steel. Uh, and this was all, again, at the end of a gunpoint, not at the end of demand and exchange in an economy where demand is created and it's then fulfilled and creates wealth. But at the end of a gunpoint because of somebody's social engineering, which is how China has been running the track they've been running on for for several generations now that great leap forward another disastrous result that cost many 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 lives and then from that came the cultural revolution and most of these phases have to do with the existing leadership holding on to their power and the cultural revolution another i don't know hundreds of thousands if not millions of lives lost in the cultural revolution then we have the coming out of that where there was a truce made by the Chinese government that they would stop these murderous rampages to change power, which is really what they come down to, is just someone changing power or another. And there was sort of a tacit agreement amongst the leadership to stop playing that game. It's part of the research I did, and hopefully we'll cover enough material. You'll, you'll get that part of the story. Um, and what they basically did is said, uh, and that's what Tiananmen was about. We're going to... We're going to tell the population, you are out of politics, you do not have a political voice, you do not have choice in politics, but we will, if you will accept that compromise in your own societal integrity, we will make you wealthy. We will bring great wealth to the country, and as long as you're wealthy and we are giving material wealth to the country, do not ask for individual liberties. And that's what Tiananmen brought about. And that is the current policy. Now, we'll talk more about that in a minute. Let me talk about the format I did on this. So I went through and I read the book. I took the key parts of the book and I asked James to kind of give me the narrative of it. So we're going to get into that. And this is going to, this was a long interview. And uh, we're going to make that whole interview available to you uncut uh, when you call 888-882-5578. Now, I haven't told you the whole offer. We're giving out hundreds of dollars worth of material for free today, but just hang on to the number. I wouldn't call yet. 888-882-5578. Just write this down because you are going to want to call. 888-882-5578. That also calls 888-8-TALK-STRAIGHT. We're going to give an information packet worth hundreds of dollars on this whole topic for your edification uh, today. But furthermore, let me just talk about the format here. So James said a lot of stuff that I was incredulous about, about counterfeiting, about, oh, some things, the real estate bubble. And we've covered that prior. So I didn't go deep into the real estate bubble. But uh, let's see, there were other topics about the, the amount of unrest and rioting that's going on in China. I had no idea. It doesn't get into the press. We don't hear about it. But I did some digging on that. Um, Chinese counterfeiting of products, Chinese corruption. So what I did is when I got one of these points from James interview that I could hardly believe, I dug up 
other audios on this and some printed articles. So I'm going to kind of do this intuitively today. I'm going to start with the interview. I'm going to listen to the interview with you. And then when I hit something in the interview that is just hard to believe, I'm going to take you over to the third party documentation of what he's saying. And you're going to find out when you kind of raise an eyebrow and go, really? I didn't hear that about China. It's out there, baby. It's out there. And um, that'll help weave this story together. So that's how we're going to format it. And what I'm going to do is uh, I'm going to start right off with talking to James about why he wrote this book. Why now? And I'm going to come back and I'm every once in a while I'm going to bring you back to the basics of what does this mean to you and your IRA? What does it mean to your 401k? What are the changes that all of this is foretelling? And how do you get through this? We're going to give out some a lot of goodies on this. And we're going to so we're going to talk about that and I will weave in sort of bringing it back to earth as we go. But let's get into the interview now. Let's start with why James wrote this book, what his background was, how he came to this. And then um, if he says something that's too hard to believe, I'll back it up with some actual facts and some other third party stories. Okay, let's get rolling. This is James R. Gorey. He is the author of the book. The China Crisis, How China's Economic Collapse Will Lead to a Global Depression. And he is also the author of The Banana Republican, Investing, Politics, and Living Well in Third World America, How to Thrive in a Broken Economy. And by the way, keep that number because you're going to get the current copy of The Banana Republican when you call in today. What I want to ask you first, James, is... What drove you or prompted you to write this book? When did you decide that this book had to be written? What prompted? I mean, that's a lot of work. What 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 made you get up off the couch and decide this book's got to get written? That's a very good question. Uh, my my wife asked me the same thing. My wife said, "Why are you doing this?" Um, <laughs> Ditto. I've experienced that. Well, yeah. In in a former life, I was a doctoral student in international relations and comparative politics at UC Santa Barbara in California. And my dissertation was on um, the rise of China. That's my, that was my topic. So mm-hmm. um, I had always been a China watcher from that point on. And this was, you know, this was right around the time of Tiananmen Square and shortly thereafter. So it was very much of a newsworthy event um, and a newsworthy um ongoing event actually you know china that's just about the time china became more or less a player and uh, i go into that in my book obviously so mm-hmm. i had always been watching china but i thought it was time to do it given the fact that uh, china really strayed from their original 10-year track tiananmen square was kind of that uh, fork in the road and they they chose the wrong fork in the road so, um, but for reasons that I go into in the book as well. So, uh, I decided that now is a good time to really, really kind of pull the, uh, uh, you know, pull the veil back and, and, and really show what's going on there and, and what it's about. Well, what, without disclosing all the content, the fork in the road at Tiananmen was uh, some time ago, and this book was published in 2013. So, tell me a little bit more what the what the critical point in your life or a critical event in China was that 
uh, made you sit down and spend the, the hours and days and weeks putting this book together? Well, as a, you know, once you're a political uh, scientist at some point, I, I guess you never stop being. And um, I had been asked to write an, an article, a report on China for a, uh, for a client, mm-hmm. which I did. And I, as I did my research into that, I became more and more um, just alarmed at what I was seeing. And um, you're right, Tiananmen Square was a long time ago. But the, 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 the reason why that fork was so important was that it stopped being a, a capitalist internal country if it, at that point um, with lots of freedom of expression and lots of political demands being made upon the, uh, the party by the people. And they came to a, 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 an agreement, a, a, a political compromise. And that compromise was the CCP, the Chinese Communist Party, told the people, stay out of politics and we'll make the country grow. And so they simply stopped the freedom of expression, the freedom of information, and the capitalist uh, stirrings that were, had, had driven the economy forward from 1979 to 1989 and took over more of a command economy internally. So mm-hmm. that is where it was, and, and that's where they established the legitimacy of uh, the metric of growth. And is, hey, there's, is there, there is something in that... In that progression of the command economy, was there a, a seminal event or just sort of a, a point in your life that said, now we've come forward in this command, this new economy, the Beijing model, as you put it. Is there something that is right. beginning to happen or emerge from that model that you feel this is a, a critical time to get this book out? Certainly. Um, the, the Beijing model was touted and was praised and still is by a lot of people. Certainly in our own political class here in the U.S., um, unfortunately, members of, uh, of this current administration, uh, at least in the first term, were, were, were praising the Beijing model. And so there was, a, there was a lot of, there was a lot of, for lack of a better word, jingoistic propaganda. Look, they can do it better than, than the West. Mm-hmm. And that just wasn't the case. That just isn't the case. And it's at the time when, sure, we made a lot of money uh, moving and manufacturing over to China. But remember, what, it, it's a collection of events. It's, it's the hollowing out of, of our manufacturing base. It's the, it's the massive theft of, of technology. It's you know, the lost jobs. It's the, the, the growing aggression of China, of a, of a more confident China in, in the in the Asian Pacific region, um, a lot of these things, um, coupled with just the rhetoric of China being the new model for the 21st century, it's just, you know, at some point enough is enough, Bruce. You just have to yeah. knuckle down and <laughs> knuckle, yeah, you have to knuckle down and, and, and lay it out. Well, my friend Harry Dent says that he has to scream louder with every bear that steps away and becomes a bull. So uh, perhaps uh, the dream was just getting bought so far and wide that James Gorey felt he had to step up to the podium. <laughs> Something like that. I don't like being sold. Yeah. Right? And um, because I have a background, my original training is in economics. Uh, and I did a, I did a lot of... Uh, a lot of research uh, on the fall of the Soviet Union. And, you know, the Soviet Union was the, 
the ideological and economic mentor, if I can call him an economic mentor, of, 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 of the Chinese. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, they modeled a lot of things right after uh, the good old Uncle Joe Stalin Soviet model. And, and look at where the Soviet model ended up. Heavily <laughs> bankrupt, polluted, stagnant, and uh, underfed. Hi, hey, this is Bruce Whitey. I am your host of Straight Talk Wealth Radio. We are here every Sunday morning on KVTA in Ventura at 8 a.m. You're listening to a multi-episode story we are doing on what will be the China crisis. We are interviewing James R. Gorey. He is the author of The China Crisis, How China's Economic Collapse Will Lead to a Global Depression. And in the next segment I pick up with him, I ask him, is, isn't China's growth, isn't its prosperity real? Because there's definitely a reality. Go to Shanghai, go to see the billionaires and the millionaires and something's real. So I challenge him a little bit on the next segment. But I want to take his story for face value for just a minute. And I want to talk about what it means to you, why you should be concerned about this story, what it means to your your IRA, your 401k, your gold, your <laughs> stocks, your real estate. And it's two words, two words what this means. Okay, well, one's a hyphenated word. <laughs> the first hyphenated word is global bubble. Be very aware of the global bubble. And within your own wealth that you hold, be aware of correlation. Correlation. Now, let's talk about the global bubble and correlation. What has been the overriding influence to asset markets? since 2008 because 2008 we were all down the rabbit hole but the overriding influence of almost every asset class in the world has been money money printing and stimulus money printing and stimulus in Europe money printing and stimulus in the United States China has been involved in stimulus and they don't print money in the same way but as we've covered in prior shows they print condos like our fed prints money that goes back to 64 million uninhabited apartments the chinese working class doesn't invest in their volatile market as much and is sort of restricted on investing overseas much unless they're the very moneyed class and they're buying up real estate left and right because, frankly, they're, they're getting their money out of the country. They see the writing on the wall. Chinese money of the very wealthy is flowing and inflating real estate prices in New York and other major markets. But that aside, the Chinese middle class buys real estate in China. And they've bought these condos at $100,000 a piece. But there's nobody to move in. There's nobody living in the ghost cities of China. So, uh, again, that's sort of similar to printing money. Japan has been printing money. So, what we have overriding around the globe is money printing and stimulus on a global level. And the contention we've always had on this show is stimulus is addictive. And it is impossible to get off of 
when the underlying foundations of these economies are so weak. And that stimulus does not help. It actually weakens and cripples the patient by addicting them to the drug. And this has been happening happening globally. And that's part of this story. Because if you look at the underlying, it creates a lie. It just creates a lie. It makes printing money and stimulus creating wealth instead of supply and demand. And that's part of the China crisis story. Now, what have been the benefactors of this? Stocks have been a benefactor as uh, James, as, as uh, Stockman, David Stockman wrote and has spoken out. He says, you want to know where all the printed money goes? It's a wash in the canyons of Wall Street. It has shot up asset prices. Now, for a while, it was shooting up gold because there was a fear by the gold bugs that all this money printing would create hyperinflation. Listen, Japan has printed on a scale of their GDP to their debt that's created by printing the money. Because when you print the money, you create debt to print it far more outweighed against their GDP than what we do. And Japan has had nothing but deflation and deflation and deflation. They can't get inflation for the for the love of God. They can't get inflation and they like some over there. They can't get it. So gold has come down recently because we're not seeing the hyperinflation that produced the fear in the gold bubble. And if you want to know more about that, I have a great giveaway on my report, Inflation, Deflation, America's Monetary System Crisis, and how to plan for it. I'll tell you how to get that in a minute. Real estate has also been a benefactor. It's created a lot of cash. It's created low credit. But there is not an organic push of a generation that is ready to buy their homes as we did baby boomers in the late 70s and the 80s when we were all buying our first homes. We were a big demographic push into the market. That's not happening today. What brought the markets back up was loose money, was cash buyers and speculators. And as they're leaving, the market is softening again. And it's softening when you can't get interest rates any lower. All of this is benefactors of quantitative easy, money printing, and stimulus. What you have to protect yourself from is is what happens when the correlation takes all those down. Never before have we seen metals, stocks, and real estate moving in the same directions, but they are because it's coming from one basic source that's moving that. What you have to do is protect yourself and look for uncorrelated assets. That's the message of the show. That's been the message of our show. Look for uncorrelated assets that will not fail or will not fail to deliver when stocks, gold, and real estate all tumble down in the in the next tumbling vortex. Now, we have a great giveaway. Uh, let's tell you what we're giving away today, and then let's get back to the interview with James Gorey. Again, so much to cover. We're doing multiple episodes. Keep listening each week to Straight Talk Wealth Radio every Sunday morning here on KVTA from 8 to 9 a.m. Uh, we're going to give away a prior show we did. Now, part of this you're going to hear as we move forward with James is he and I don't see eye to eye on how China going down will destroy the American monetary system or destroy the dollar. I'm strong on the dollar. I think what we're going to have is deflation in asset values. And if asset values, stocks, real estate, and gold all tumble, that makes dollars more valuable. 
That's my basic contention. So we did a show and we explored in detail a prior show, Will China Destroy the Dollar? We're going to give that to you on a CD when you call today. So you have a little background on this. I'm also going to send you a Wall Street Journal op-ed by Joseph Jaffe called China's Coming Slowdown. History shows that every economic miracle eventually loses its magic. How much longer can China sustain such astounding growth? An article that appeared a few months ago in the Wall Street Journal, an op-ed by Joseph Jaffe. We're going to give you that also when you call 888-882-5578. I'm going to also give you the complete version of this interview with James Gorey on a single CD uninterrupted. So it's the entire uncut version of the interview. You'll get that when you call 888-882-5578. I'm going to include a DVD, a video DVD called Historic Rates of Return, Wall Street's Dirty Little Lie. And I'm going to, there's a second video on that called What is a Retirement Roadmap? Now, when you call 888-882-5578, the operator is going to ask you if you want the information kit or you want the retirement roadmap service. The retirement roadmap service, my friends, is a $1,000 service we're going to do for free today. So what is a retirement roadmap? Um, basically, what you need to understand is for baby boomers today or anybody in retirement already, a little pre-boomer, or behind the baby boom. I don't care who you are, but if you're close to retirement or in it for the the net the decisions you make in the next 10 years are going to have a tremendous impact on whether you're going to either arrive at that destination of some financial security, which some people call retirement. I don't believe in retirement, but I believe in financial security or whether you're going to be able to stay in that condition. Yet over and over again, we keep finding that when new clients walk in our advisor's doors, rarely have they ever mapped out that journey that's going to take them to a place, that place in the sun, that financial security. So, you know, you plan your retirement just like you plan a trip to a new destination. You look at where are you going to? What type of facilities are you accustomed to staying in? Which is basically how much income are you going to need? How much inflation are you going to see in those costs over the years? When do you want to leave on that trip? Or if you're already there, are you set for life even if the financial weather does change? How long are you going to stay there? People are living 20, 30 years in retirement. Do you currently have all the resources you'll need to get there? Are you going to need more years to keep saving? Uh, How powerful of a financial engine is going to be required? And what if the weather turns bad along the way? And that's really key is what is exactly is your survival plan if the the weather changes. Now, a lot of companies are offering this kind of a service these days because the concept is catching on. You wouldn't plan a road trip with no map or GPS, would you? So you'd map it out. What's different about the Straight Talk Wealth Retirement Roadmap is that while our maps might begin with hypothetical performance, they're going to end with guarantees. That's because if you've ever mapped out a smart, an efficient trip, you realize it could all be for naught if you don't stop and think for a moment, what's the weather that I'm going to be traveling in? And that's why I do this show. And that's why I'm so conscientious about the challenges facing today's global economy. Because personally, I think that the next 10 years on Wall Street are going to make the last 10 years look like a picnic once this stimulus bubble loses steam. 
So it's not just about how to get to retirement under ideal conditions. It's about how to get there even through the worst of storms safely, securely, and guaranteed. So while I want you to understand the message of this show, I want you to stop investing by pulling shiny objects off a shelf. Get a strategic plan in place that can become a baseline guide, a standard for the rest of the tactical decisions that you're going to be faced with over the years. So I'm going to reward you if you go the extra mile and you say, hey, operator, I think I want a retirement roadmap in addition to the info kit, then we're going to do some extra stuff. You're going to get my report called Inflation or Deflation, America's Monetary System in Crisis and How to Plan for It. I'm going to give you a free copy of James' book. It is James Gorey's book. It uh, lists for $40. It is called The China Crisis, How China's Economic Collapse Will Lead to a Global Depression. And I'm going to give you, on my dime, a six-month free subscription to James', James newsletter, The Banana Republican, Investing, Politics, and Living Well in the Third World America, How to Thrive in a Broken Economy. That's worth $120. Now, uh, you'll get that for free by actually doing the Retirement Roadmap Service. So let us do this for no charge, no obligation. Let, Let us help you figure out your strategic planning. Let us help you figure out where the uncorrelated assets are a fit amongst your overall plan. And you will benefit greatly. And guess what? You'll get a lot more goodies. So it's your choice. When you call 888-882-5578, 888-882-5578. If you just say you want the kit, we're going to give you the CD on Will China Destroy the Dollar? I'm going to give you the op-ed from the Wall Street Journal on China's Coming Slowdown. I'm going to give you the complete version of this interview with James Gorey. And you'll also get a DVD, a video DVD on historic rates of return, Wall Street's dirty little line, what's a retirement roadmap. If you ask for the retirement roadmap today, that's a $1,000 service we're doing for free. I'm going to give you also, in addition to the kit I just described, my report called Inflation or Deflation, America's Monetary System in Crisis. That's 10 bucks. James Gorey's book, the China Crisis, that's 40 bucks, and a six-month subscription to the Banana Republican, his newsletter, How to Thrive in a Broken Economy, that's 120 bucks. The number for that is 888-882-5578, 888-882-5578. Get this retirement roadmap, it's invaluable. 888 Five five seven eight. Let's go back to my interview with James. If he says something really incredulous, I will bring you the third-party data, which validates his outrageous statements. And um, in this next clip, I ask him, isn't the Chinese prosperity real? Are you saying that's not real? We'll be back shortly. I want to go back to this original question. There's going to be people that are going to listen to you and say, naysayer, you know, well, you look at you look at the poor people, you look at the downside of the system, but their middle class is growing. You know, the, the glass is half full, glass is half empty thing. And I want to just quote from your book. I want to actually source you on this for a minute in regards to the sure. Beijing model. Um, Mm -hmm. So on page 146, Perception of Strength says, For most of the prior 20 years, China's economy has experienced, or at least reported, significant growth. Hundreds of thousands of millionaires 
or more. And many billionaires have been created by China's expanding juggernaut of an economy. Manufacturers from around the world have relocated to China to capture the cost advantages that its labor force offers. Corporations saw their profit margins increase, and China has seen tremendous levels of foreign investment quickly transform their agrarian landscape and failed economy into a rapidly developing manufacturing monster. And one other paragraph here. With this population of 1.3 billion, China has successfully leveraged its massive market before foreign manufacturers for decades. The lure of the largest potential market in the world has proven to be an irresistible enticement that no foreign firm can ever truly penetrate without a Chinese partner. Indeed, the Chinese market has proven to be a major source of global market share for many of the world's top corporations like Microsoft, 100 million in annual earnings, Volkswagen, 35% of their global market, Apple, Boeing, and many others. So, um, what I want to ask you is, how can you argue that the Beijing model has not succeeded in growing China? Well, I would, I'm not going to argue that it hasn't, but I'm going to, I'm going to argue that it has distorted it. Just the way I, I would argue, how can you argue that steroids haven't uh, given a bodybuilder large muscles? It also happens to destroy a lot of the internal organs that are necessary for life, but in the meantime, he looks big and, and strong, and he is big and strong, but remember, the, the, the Beijing model is one of transferring wealth and know-how um, onto a, an agrarian society and forcing it into, into development. With it. But, you know, look, if China would have developed on its own, it would have, it, you know, it would have done so. It couldn't. Um, so it takes American and, and Western uh, you know, know-how and dollars, and let's 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 us develop it for it. So the okay. West and Western but, corporations did all the heavy lifting. Well, what's different between that and India, or, or any other developing nation where that takes our lead and takes our investment and, and helps them grow? What's different about it? Well, what's different about it is India is a knowledge-based society. So India is growing much slower, but their their growth is much more organically self-generated because they're a knowledge-based society, some of the largest uh, computer programming and manufacturing are there, and, and you know, India is, 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 is certainly not the command economy that China is. China is a, is a manufacturing society. They make, they're a widget-creating society. They don't create the, the, the knowledge base and the knowledge uh, growth that India does. I'm glad you brought that up. So the curve is much different, and there are, there are other differences. I, I think but, an important difference uh, that you mentioned in the book, James, if I may, is the cannibalistic sure. aspect of China with its business partners. I think that's probably one of the most key things I got out of the book, is how if you're going to bring... Uh, a new a new product or service or opportunity to China, you can expect China to steal it from you, to cannibalize it, and to wear it down, and eventually have you turn tail on uh, wondering, you know, that that your success is going to be temporary because eventually it's going to be stolen. Uh, did I cur- did I interpret that correctly? And tell me that story a little bit. Yeah, that's that's absolutely true. Um, the cannibal capitalism is, is 
directed that, that kind of catchy little phrase is directed not only towards China's capital base itself by by their you know stealing their own companies, the state stealing their, the own profitable companies from uh, uh, from their own people, but they're certainly uh, the world's greatest intellectual thieves uh, <laughs> that we've ever seen. Uh, you cannot do business in China without a Chinese partner, and at some point the Chinese partner will steal your. Your property, your intellectual property, as well as your entire factory. I mean, Apple. Everyone knows the story about the, the entire stores in China selling Apple products that aren't aren't Apple. Yeah, uh, tell me some more anecdotal about this. I don't think everybody does know that. So, w- what anecdotes do you have about where this is happening? Well, well, this is happening. You know, a factory, uh, an American company moved their factory over there to produce office machines. And um, one morning, one Monday morning, the, the the CEO was visiting the company, and the gates were locked, and he was locked out. And uh, the fact is, is that the, they said, "Look, this is this is no longer your company; it belongs to uh, to China now." And he is, you know, the congressional testimony has shown that this happens all the time, um, whether it be companies or or companies on the stock market, Chinese companies listed on the stock market with false. Uh, revenues, uh, false capitalizations, uh, and this is entirely in cooperation with Chinese banks, by the way. And rather than go through scrutiny, they just delist themselves. And uh, this this is widespread. Um, there's been congressional, as I said, congressional testimony and congressional investigations about it. Um, it's it's. I think uh, 60 Minutes did a, did a spot on cars, which car spot the Fiat, spot the Chinese version. Um, Volkswagen, the same thing. The Volkswagen saw their cars being uh, basically stolen, designed right down to the windshield wipers on a Chinese model. So there is no, there is no innovation from China, uh, by and large. And not that they're not a smart, bright, intelligent people, but they're not allowed to be. They're not allowed to innovate. Um, certainly, a lot less than than uh, than say uh, the Western counterparts. So, yeah, it's it's cannibalism. It's they're eating. They're eating the source of their wealth and devouring it rather than reinvesting. All right. Well, uh, you are listening to Straight Talk Wealth Radio. We are here every Sunday morning at 8 a.m. on KVTA in Ventura. We are talking today about the China crisis, how China's economic collapse is going to lead to a global depression. And we're we're interviewing the author of the book, James R. Gorey. Now, I warned you earlier on at the beginning of the show that James is going to make a lot of statements that are very alarming, almost sound very blanket. And, you know, is that really substantiated? Is that really true? Are are they such counterfeiters? Uh, So there's a number of areas uh, through this interview that I wanted to side check his data. So I'm going to play for you now. Um, about a three-minute clip of a BBC program that looked at the Chinese counterfeit problem. Uh, we'll listen to that just as a side check of what James is imploring in his interview. And then uh, I'm going to come back and talk again about what this means to your situation and your portfolio. This is a multi-episode show. We have a lot more interview to do with James, a lot more to talk about on this topic. It will be in future episodes of Straight Talk Wealth Radio. So keep listening every Sunday morning. If you want the goodies we're giving away, we're doing free service and free goodies today. Write this number down. When we come back, I'll tell you what you get. It's 888-882-5578-888-882-5578. 
1.78. Here's the BBC story that uh, talks about Chinese counterfeiting. The Chinese are very good at this sort of thing. I'm speaking to you now from behind a pair of fake Ray-Bans wearing a fake Armani jacket, carrying a fake Louis Vuitton bag in which we find a fake iPad and a fake iPhone. And if we consult my fake Omega, we see that it's 25 to 3, probably, which means it's time to pop into the fake Starbucks over there for a cup of fake coffee. It seems then that the expression copyright infringement doesn't translate terribly well into Mandarin. All of which explains this. It looks like a BMW X5, but actually it's a blatant copy called the Schwan 1 S-CEO HBJ6474Y. Is this a copy of the Fiat Panda? And this a copy of the Smart 4-2? And this a copy of the Deumatiz? Did you hear about the Lifan motorcycles? Lifan is a Chinese company. They make exact copies of small Honda motorcycles. But to make sure you don't notice, they change the name on the tank. It's what? Honda. <laughs> H-O-N-G. DA. Honda. Honda. So on that basis then, is this Mini a Minging? We the Mingy, it should be, yeah. It's it, the it, most <laughs> tragic looking thing. It's like somebody it's has described a Mini to someone on the telephone, all sent a really blurry fax. Yeah. Right, there we are, that's what it looks like. It is very cheap though. How much is it? £4,100. That is cheap. But, but this Toyota Igo over here is only three and a half grand. It's not an Igo, that's an FO. That's what it's called, FO. I think that's a coded message to Toyota if Toyota ever decide to sue the fake makers. But actually, do any of these people ever get taken to court? Yeah. BMW sued the people making the X5 fake, and they lost. Really? Yeah, the Chinese government said, no, it doesn't look anything like an X5. We don't know what you're on about. It's funny, I thought they looked really similar. No, they don't. Don't they not? No. That's just me? No, it's just you. All right, Okay. (laughs) Wow. Okay. That is quite a story. I'm convinced. I'm convinced. They rip off the people they do business with. Okay. Can't be the end of the world. Doesn't mean China's not going to develop a lot of wealth, but it does add some credibility to the building story we're hearing from James R. Gorey, the author of How China's Economic Collapse Will Lead to a Global Depression. Now, we're just laying the framework this week. We're just talking about the atmosphere of China. Uh, The next show, we're going to go a little bit more into detail what's underneath the civil unrest that's happening in China that can maybe turn the tide. And ultimately, we're going to talk about how much this is really going to affect the American global economy because it has the potential to massively affect our economy. James Gorey warns that rather than a nation on the cusp of replacing the United States as a global superpower, China is once again on the path to a complete social and economic meltdown. He says it is incredibly wasteful, incredibly corrupt. We're going to get more into the story in the coming episodes. They have a real estate and financial bubble that is not only unsupportable, is going to make ours sound like a pin dropping when it drops. And unlike past Chinese meltdowns, this one is likely to have a devastating effect on the global economy and the U.S. economy as well. 
Now, what does this mean to you and your 401k? Two words, which I spoke of earlier, global bubble and correlation. Those are the two things you need to understand about your IRA, about your stock accounts, about where are we headed in the next 10 years. Since 2008, what has been the overriding influence to the asset prices? Asset prices means what your real estate's worth, what your gold's worth, and what your stocks are worth. The, re- the overriding influence has been money printing and stimulus. And stimulus and money printing in Europe, in the United States, in China, and Japan. And if you read my report, Inflation or Deflation, America's Monetary System in Crisis and How to Plan for It, you'll get what the gravity actually is. Because, man, you know what? It's like it doesn't seem like all of this works unless they keep printing money. It's slowing down now. Europe's in trouble again. China has also been creating stimulus. They've been creating stimulus, yes, monetarily, and also by creating false top-down driven demand, not bottom-up demand, top-down to print 64 million uninhabited condos to look like it's GDP, to work within the Chinese system. This is the bigger part of the story, and Japan's been printing money too. Stimulus is addictive, and it is impossible to get off without withdrawals. And that's where we're headed now. It has been a great high since 2009 to have all this stimulus. The world has been high on it, but you can't get off of it without delirium tremens and seizures. And when the underlying foundations are so weak globally... It only takes a pinprick. It only takes one of these things, whether it's the euro falling apart or the China crisis, to make confidence in the world run. Because, man, if you be given all these drugs and you're still sick, one day that light goes on and confidence runs for the doors. What has been the benefactors? Stock has been the benefactors. It's going to suffer when this global bubble starts to deflate. Gold will also suffer. And I know that's hard to get your arms around. We're going to help you do that because uh, it's counting on global hyperinflation that is not really going to happen and That's a really tough nut for some people to swallow, but we'll give you more information on that. Real estate will also suffer. What's the message? You have to protect yourself. You have to uncorrelate. Don't be correlated to everything. Don't have all of your wealth. You can still ride the bubble if you think the bubble's going to go further, but don't have all of your wealth tied to things that are tied to one thing, which is stimulus. So we're going to help you understand that. When you call 888-882-5578, 888-882-5578, we're going to give you uh, the CD we did on Will China Destroy the Dollar? We're going to also give you the op-ed from Wall Street Journal by Joseph Joffe, China's Coming Slowdown. History shows that every economic miracle eventually loses magic. How much longer can China sustain such astounding growth? We're going to give you the complete version of this interview with James Gorey, uh, uncut. We're going to give you a DVD, a video DVD called Historic Rates of Return, Wall Street's Dirty Little Lie, and What is a Retirement Roadmap? But if you ask for the Retirement Roadmap 
oh, there's more. You're going to get my report called Inflation or Deflation, America's Monetary System in Crisis, how to plan for it. You're going to get James's book, The China Crisis. You're going to get a six-month subscription to James's newsletter on my dollar called The Banana Republican, Investing Politics, and Living Well in the Third World America, and How to Thrive in a Broken Economy. You will get those if you ask for the Retirement Roadmap Service. And with that, I'm going to invite you to come back next week. We're going to go more in detail about why this China economy is not all that it's cooked up to be. And in in the second or third episode, we'll go into the impact all of this has. What I want to play for you now is we're going to fade out to a commercial about the retirement roadmap. Call the number on it. Ask for a retirement roadmap. Get the extra goodies this week. And don't forget to come back next week to more Straight Talk Wealth Radio. The Dow Jones Industrial Average, it ends the week higher. For more details, let's go to Deborah Kostrin at the NYSE. Deborah, Thanks a lot, Pim. And it was our third straight weekly gain for stocks. The government is actually the source of our problems. That the stimulus is not the solution. The stimulus is why the economy is so messed up in the first place. And how to stop the spending and stop the money printing. And we have to let free market forces repair the damage done to this economy. If we keep talking about the economy, we're going to lose. Why is your entire financial future tied to events that you can neither predict or control? We know these are different times today. After two horrific crashes in stocks, in the tech bubble of 2000 and the banking crisis of 2008, most investors are no further ahead today on gains than they were 10 years ago. Sure, when the market's up, we forget that risk and loss has ever happened. We want to believe that the good times will last forever. So has the government made it all better now? Or could the other shoe drop once again, once the government's stimulus, zero interest rates, and quantitative easing all run their course? What would happen to you if the next market bubble were to burst, right when you were planning to retire, or worse yet, you already are retired, and a market setback that doesn't rebound forces you to confront a change in your lifestyle? But the fact is, there is a solution to risk without giving up growth. What if your safe money, the money that you plan to live on one day, the money you can't afford to have losses with, could actually outperform your investments? Think that means getting 2% in CDs at the bank? Well, think again. The safe money concepts your Straight Talk Wealth Advisor can help you with carry two unprecedented guarantees that bank CDs can't even come close to. One, until you need to spend it, the value of your money for future income will double every 10 years at 7 to 8% rates guaranteed. Did you double the value of your stocks and mutual funds in the last 10 years? Two, when you need to draw down your funds to live on, you will receive that income as long as you and your spouse both live, even if your account value has been entirely withdrawn down to zero. You never have to worry about spending down your principal in retirement ever again. Want to see how this kind of safe money concept can work in your portfolio? 
Would you like to see a specific proposal on how you can protect your wealth and prepare and prosper in the coming decade of change in America? Call now to 888-882-5578. 888-882-5578. And request your Straight Talk Wealth Retirement Roadmap for no charge and no obligation. It's a two-minute call. You simply leave your contact information with the operator and two times one of our Straight Talk Wealth Advisors to call you back during the week. They'll call you back later in the week to ask you six basic questions to get a financial snapshot of your situation. When do you want to retire? Or are you already retired? What level of income will you need at retirement to preserve your lifestyle? What resources will you have to get there? And specifically, what rate of return will be required to meet those needs? Find out by calling 888-882-5578 now. That's 888-882-5578. Within a week, your advisor will have prepared your personalized retirement roadmap study for no charge and no obligation. From your study, you'll see how by increasing the rates of return you can get on your safe money, it reduces the pressure you need on the rest of your investment portfolio that you may leave at risk. Call 888-882-5578. 888-882-5578. Receive our specific illustrated plan to steer you through the economic and financial minefield of potential market volatility, inflationary or even deflationary pressures of this country in the next decade. Get a personalized plan based on your specific situation, needs, and your goals for no cost and no obligation. Call 888-882-5578. 888-882-5578. That's 888-882-5578. Content of Straight Talk Wealth Radio is for educational purposes only. Any discussion of financial products and their features is subject to change without notice. Consult your own tax, legal, or financial advisor as to your specific situation. Tax-free benefit specialist and insurance services, California license 0E48147.